you are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage to create an impactful community, teaching you how to lead your life and your business with compassionate strength. It can be scary stepping out from the barriers we still carry while we were once employees and change the narrative to take charge of your business and team. This podcast is a place for you to come to learn to do just that. From personal experiences, interviewing new friends, I hope that you will tune in to listen all that living that big CEO energy can offer you and your business. I'm your host, Callie, entrepreneur and fractional COO. Let's jump in. This is the transition that no one talks about. The transition of moving from someone who is the caregiver to the empty nester and preparing for your children to go out and be beings into the world. It's the transition that makes us feel like maybe we should have prepared better or got on top of this sooner. But the reality is that it hits us in the face. Today, I'm just sharing a little bit of my heart. Uh, If you follow me around in Clubhouse, then you know that I have been part of a group called Cup of Joy. And in that room, it really is a spot to go and have your cup filled with joy. And even if you're not feeling it, They give you a safe space just to be vulnerable and invite people to pour into you. And so as part of being in that room, I've been able to meet some incredible women who encourage the vulnerability, who encourage being our authentic selves. And when they've done that, I've been able to open up about the struggle of being a a mom that is transitioning from having a certain octave level in, in my house and transitioning to um, finding myself. And as many of you know, I was a single mom for a really long time. Uh, and I only have one biological child that I gave birth to. I also have two incredibly beautiful bonus children. But for a long time, it was just myself and Daniela, who is my child. And being a single mom is certainly a, a struggle in and of its own right. But one of the things that I found was that because I was a single mom, I had to do a lot of things by myself right? I had to uh, not rely on other people and I had to make my life mission work as a mom be just that. And so part of what happens, and I think it's really unintentional, is that when you continue to give yourself 100% to being a mom or caring for other people, if you are a caregiver, It's really easy just to lose yourself. And as much as I would spend time with my friends, as much as I would, you know, when she was gone to her dad's, I would spend time at the gym, travel, things like that. I still was very hyper-focused on being a mom and making sure that, you know, I was taking care of her needs and preparing for her before she came back home. And 
you know, unfortunately, we had a situation where I couldn't stray too far or I always had to be hyper focused on if I'm going to get a phone call to come and pick her up. So when when you have that type of situation, it's very hard to relax and find yourself. And, you know, part of having a only child and part of being a mom to um, one child is you create a very independent child. You know, she didn't get another sibling until she was 10. And even then, you know, they're not there on the weekends and that's on her dad's side and all of those things. But she's still at the age of 10 started doing her laundry, started doing, you know, loading the dishwasher, unloading the dishwasher, doing the things that you raise your child to do to become independent. And what that looks like is when she moved into ninth grade, it really started to hit home for me that there is going to come a day that while she may mentally need me at some capacity to be a coach and a mentor the physical needs are going away and because we're so close because she is really the one that encouraged me to grow up quickly because I was a young mom the transition looks a little bit different and now rolling into her junior year of high school uh and she is beginning to drive I really have to pull apart the onion layer and say, what do I look like in all of this? What did the things that matter to me look like in all of this? And the transition looks like now where, you know, she's a little less dependent on me. She has, you know, more of a friend group. So she's out doing those things. And, you know, I slowly start to become less of the taxi. And more of passing her in the hallway. <laughs> and this is a very real thing. Uh, this happens and it's it's called teens. <laughs> and so if you're experiencing this too, just know you're not alone. But it looks a little bit different now, you know, because not every night is she sitting at the kitchen table. Not every night um, are we having conversations. And so the school year really will be interesting because it's now she totally won't be in the house during the day. And I think for me, it becomes a little bit different because I'm an entrepreneur now, right? And so even though last year, last school year, I was an entrepreneur, I really was ramping up my business and doing all of the things that I needed to do to get it stabilized. And because I was so hyper-focused on that, I really didn't feel the need to attend to this transition situation. And I was really, really busy. And so it's kind of one of those I was not really addressing it because I didn't see it as an issue. And not that it really is an issue, but now this school year, when I look at it and my business is more stabilized, I'm more on a secure track of what I'm doing. I have free time. I have free time. And that really is, it's exciting. It's encouraging, but it's also really, really scary because for the last 17, almost 17 years, I have... I've been a mom. 
I've been a mom so much that it was ingrained into who I am. And even though there are certain things that I love to do that I am, you know, working on doing, I still feel this this small hole that I have. And the transition that nobody really talks about is just sort of that hole that lives in you where you know that it's going to be okay. You know that you've done a really, really good job and they're set up for success. And when the kids go off to college or they move out or whatever path of life they have, you're going to be okay. But it's scary and it's new. And then the feeling of, am I too old to do X, Y, and Z comes creeping in. And while I would say no, we all know that there's a lot of things that, you know, the older we are, the harder we fall kind of situation. But at the end of the day, I think one of the things that I am doing to help myself is to try something new every quarter. So this year, one of my goals was to experience something new or do something different once a quarter. And I really think that's been really, really helpful for me to sort of unpack what is happening, but then also get my brain engaged so that it's ready and prepared for change. Because if I'm continuing to find new things, I know that I will already be on the path to continue to do that. So when she moves out, when she goes to college, I'm able to continue to work on myself and do the things that I really love. So that's what I'm doing right now to help myself make this transition. And one of the things that I have learned to take up as new is to ride a motorcycle. And um, as much as it's been really, really scary, I have to thank my husband because he um, is the most patient <laughs> and kind individual. So learning how to do this with him is really exciting. And so finding and creating a little bucket list for yourself really helps you break the barrier of, oh my goodness, what do I do now? And preparing yourself for the transition looks like maybe some self-talk exercises or, you know, finding a person of counsel that you can speak with to help you transition or get into a, a local group of individuals that are also walking through the same thing. Having a community of people that understand what you are walking through is really important for your success in this new transition. Um, if you are going through this. And so it was just on my heart this morning to share a little bit of this scary transition and, and what it's looking like for me while I'm super excited and I'm encouraged that, you know, I kept this human being alive for this long. Pat on our backs for that, first of all, if you're a mom of teenagers and you're getting towards the end of, of the school year life, you kept them alive. <laughs> and that is something um, that is something to be incredibly proud of at this point in our life. And so it just looks different. Life looks different. It looks encouraging. And I am so very thankful that 
I get to walk this life with her and see it in a new way and work through this new phase of life as she continues to get older and also just sort of let out the rope, right? Just continue to let out the rope and understand that you're creating an independent person. I think for me, that's that's the beauty in all of this. And it's not only creating an independent person for your child, it's creating you as an independent person that you get to now show up uh, and be yourself and learn something new. So I'm encouraged by all of the the moms that I meet that have the empty nest and have tons of wisdom. So I thank them for this and I thank them for always giving back to me as a mom who continues to struggle. But if you are struggling, just know that it's okay. And there is time and space for you to heal. And I think one of the things that I would have maybe done differently is not lost myself in the midst of parenting. And that's a really, really hard thing to do. And it's a balance. But at the end of the day, being able to get ahead of this in the space and time that I have now is also encouraging. So recognizing that what you've done up until this point is good and it's good enough helps us get over the bridge to understanding that we are still an individual. And we still get to be our own person in the midst of also being a parent. So I hope that this was helpful to you. And if you are in this space, just know that you are being held and there is space for you here. And remember, you are stronger than you think. Thanks for listening to That Big CEO Energy. If you heard something today that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. This helps more people like you become inspired just like you are. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals.